My name is Paulia, and I'm bored. Based, outspoken, random, dyslexic, and empty inside. And around these parts, if you haven't heard of, de- of, de- of detention, then oh, oh, mate, I got so irritated at this parody at the opening of detention, I think I have to stop. Yeah, I hate you now. More, more, yeah, I hate, I hate you more I now. hate me and everything, everything about the world. Uh, I'll tell you what, you do one. All right, cool. Um, hey, everyone. I'm Paul Arner. That's right. I'm, I'm petulant. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you asked me. You asked me. Here we go. I'm, I'm petulant, artistic, undulating, levicious, um, arrestingly great, uh, 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 ne- nebulous in nature, and, and... Aardvarky. Aardvarky, mate. And, and you, you know you know what I feel when I'm watching the movie Detention? Hey, never mind that. Here's a completely new thing. And me, don't forget Yay. me. And a new thing. 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 <laughs> you see, I didn't see you were spelling out Paulia. I thought when you said, I'm pernicious, I thought you were going to fucking spell that. <laughs> That's right, everyone. <laughs> I'm pernicious. I'm ernicious. I'm renicious. I'm nicious. I'm ishious. Oh, he's so nicious, mate. So nicious and nicious. He puts the issues in nicious. Do what? Podcast that looks like a light-hearted feel-good comedy, but never is. Never. Is this why I'm supposed to say I'm Paul Salt? Oh my god, I don't know. Am I supposed to say I'm always new toothpaste? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Ah, oh, every thing you reference about this is going to irritate me. We Can't are wait. firmly trapped within the four walls of Recommendations Month. <laughs> yeah, fuck everyone. This <laughs> fuck everyone. This one comes from um, lifelong patron Matthew Antonio. <gasps> Thanks, Matt. This oh is God. wild. What? What is? It? D- 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 how? How Why? did you know this? Why? And what? Yeah. And which? <laughs> yes, Matt has decided that we are in terrible need of the very worst form of corporal discipline. It's the firm slapped the ass that is 2011's detention. Captain Davis, you're more concept than reality. <laughs> Classmate Taylor Fisher was murdered in her bedroom this morning. I was just attacked. Sure you were, honey. Are you guys accusing me of something? There's a killer in Grizzly Lake who is affiliated with people at my school. Detention is in the library. It goes from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. That's right through prom. It's not the end of the world. It's just high school. The film was directed and co-directed. Sorry, the film was (laughs) directed and co-directed and sub-directed. Uh, also co-written and mostly shot by Joseph Kahn, a mm. South Korean-American director who has mainly worked in music videos, having made music videos for Taylor Swift, Eminem, Lady Gaga, Snoop Doggy Dog, Mariah Carey, yep. Destiny's Child, <laughs> but most importantly, did everybody, bracket, uh, parentheses Backstreet's Back by the Backstreet Boys, Okay. and Toxic by Ms. Britney Spears. Hmm. Dan, 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 dan,
both yeah that's both of the songs yeah. so if that's you, both of the songs so, i've heard them everyone so if you're I listening kids culture reference if you're listening kids especially the generation blow us um then <laughs> 30 year old kids then you know we're cool <laughs> and also get a job Stop. Get a fucking job, 30-year-old. Stop. Fucking snowflakes. Stop trying to live a better life than we did. Um... <laughs> we didn't manage it. Why should you? <laughs> I need you to go back to our granddaddy's um, work ethic, please. <laughs> Just abandon all hopes of any kind of time outside of work. <laughs> so I feel better. But, sir, like you're, you're 30 years old. I know. I saw Humphrey Jennings' spare time, which was made in 1939 and suggested that people enjoyed quite a robust sense of spare time in their, when they were out of work. Well, that movie was a piece of wartime propaganda intended to convince people overseas that Britain was worth investing in. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Back down the mine. Yeah. If there's one thing we know, it's that people in the 30s knew what was good. Yeah. Could have sworn it was pre-war. Well, it wasn't. So shut up. Shut up, Timmy. You go tell me about Humphrey Jennings. So you could tell me about Humphrey Jennings, though, is this guy. Because he also did uh, Janet Jackson's Doesn't Really Matter, which apparently is one of the most expensive music videos ever made. Oh, that's I the one. Don't, don't think I've heard of it. Is that the one where she smashes a whole bunch of stuff up? Or Apparently there's... Ref- I didn't end up watching it. Apparently there's a lot of references to Japanese culture in it. Oh, okay. Culture. There's <laughs> a haiku, mate. It's a ripping haiku that starts oh. it. The whole song is a is is a culture. The whole song is a culture. That's the <laughs> that's what they don't tell you about Janet Jackson is that she did this one song where the whole song is a culture. <laughs> Love it, mate. It's a it's it's a culture of germs that's going to end us all. <laughs> As is this film because he also dir- he started his directing movie career with Talk. Oh, that's what it gets fucking referenced. Yeah, even though no one would ever do that. <laughs> yeah, I just mean that it looks like Clapton's going to ask out Aoni, which makes about as much sense as that stupid movie Torque. So ever someone someone's got to, and that that someone is me. Me oh, got God. to. Well, he nearly directs a version of Neuromancer, the William Gibson novel, but Vincenzo Natale literally fuck. beat him up and stole his keys to the studio to prevent him from doing stole it. Stole his lunch money so he couldn't hire anyone. <laughs> Didn't even make a film after he just had to prevent it from happening. <clears throat> he just ate the money. So. So dejected and wanting revenge against the entire world for spurning him, uh, he uh, he decided to make this. And I feel like he has the last laugh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I can't find out much about his villainous accomplice screenwriter, except that he, sorry, my caps lock got stuck on, <laughs> except that he also wrote and directed a short movie called Smart Official, about which I could find nearly nothing. Oh. Yeah. Well, is, 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 is Smart Official is a sort of a, a fake portmanteau, or is it Smart Official? I oh, know it's 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 a fake portmanteau, smart and official. I imagine. I see. I see. It's very good. Yeah. Um, it is very good. When you Google it, you get the outtakes from it, but nothing about the movie. No longer available. The uh, the. <laughs> but the outtakes are worth keeping around. Yeah. Oh, for always. The, mate. the screenwriter slash director pooped himself and started crying out for uh, <laughs> whatever his name was, Joseph Kahn. Oh yeah. There we go. Former daddy. Oh. Yeah. This all makes sense. It does. Uh, critics reacted to it like the British working class were a hypnol. Ugh. Uh, which is to say that far too many of them enjoyed it. My new hero, Richard Roper at richardhoper.com, <clears throat> says, tries way, way too hard. A directorial drum solo that quickly wears out its welcome. God, what kind I've of drum solo would this be? He's not even playing drums. <laughs> just hitting live pigs. He starts playing a drum, but then just goes off to do something else. But when he was playing the drum, oh, it was obnoxious. <laughs> oh, you can't. Do you know what? Say what One you want drum. about it, but it was 
was annoying. <laughs> and then he got distracted. It was annoying, and then he got distracted. It's exactly the review of this movie. <laughs> oh, God. The public, meanwhile, felt like good taste was not a democracy. Every line. Jasper Burley at Google said, I quite enjoyed this film. A reasonable movie to watch. Sociopath. Uh, reasonable. Sociopath, Jasper Burley there. A reasonable, reasonable film to watch. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess, like... If maybe he's reviewed every single film and his review of it is a reasonable film to watch, as as like as as far as the criteria for films that I can physically watch go, this is one of those. At no point was I Ludovico treatmented out of ever seeing this or thinking about it again. Therefore, it's a reasonable film to watch. Yeah, in any other possible understanding of the word reasonable, that's not fu- that's fuck off. No way. <laughs> that is fuck off, mate. Yeah. An awful lot of Tuman, or perhaps Twoman, you might say Twoman. Uh, for. Twimmen, who for a uh, movie made at the end of a dying world. No three men, though. So that's unfortunate. Well, we're on to you, Dane Cook. <laughs> Actually, we are. He's a two-man. Yeah. I can't remember what the other thing was. He did a voice in Planes, I think. Yes, he was but... Dusty Crop Hopper, I think. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. I, I only I only know this because I looked up Dane Cook going, I know you from somewhere. For f- Look at your somebody, face, Dane. Somebody. I know you. But um, oh, I, th- I think it was just Dusty because you Crop look Hopper. a bit like Ed Helms. No, it could be. It looks a bit. It looks a bit like Ed Helms and about seven other men. Yeah, if they got into the fly machine, yeah, it became Brundlehelm. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, just some some your mama jokes went through my head then, and I sifted through them all and went, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> oh shit, Paul stops. Right. Paul stop speaking. <laughs> okay. Look, mate, if Dane Cook is the worst thing that happens to us day, we can ca- today we can count ourselves lucky. Mm, hang on a minute. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, detention has an inexplicably high 43% on Rotten Tomatoes, the slightly more explicable 43% on... Oh, it's the exact same on Metacritic. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, so, I guess, on average, most critics thought it was about a 43% movie, which is... No, that's still too high. <laughs> uh, no, still no. 59% on Google. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck me. But still lower than most. Um, and no info on its box office, but if it made back the $10 million it apparently cost, um, I shall be disappointed. So, Paul, you mammary gland. Um, 59% on Google is very low, actually, for Google reviews. Yes, it is. <laughs> that might the be board. the lowest. Yeah, like, fa- <laughs> like Fast X, Revenge of the Fallen, Terminator 2 are all like 99% on, on Google reviews. Yeah, oh, definitely. I think this low is so bad, it might even be giving Archipelago a run for its money. <laughs> Jesus, and that was boring. Nothing even happened in it, Paul. Nothing happened in this movie. <laughs> Have you noticed how similar Google is to Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> if you, uh, if you like me, have only ever seen the Jerry Seinfeld Netflix comedy special, then yes, I have noticed that. <laughs> What's the deal with trying to get gum out of hair? <laughs> so, Paul, you mammary gland again. I can't. You made a noise. I made a What's noise. one thing about detention that made you think about stuff? Nudity mostly. Um, nudity mostly. But hey, Paul, yeah. look. The the uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you something. Josh Josh. What are you H- gonna tell me? Josh Hutchison is in this. Uh, um, now is it Hutchison or Hutchinson? Hutchison, I think. Hutchison. Hutchison. Okay. Josh Hutchison. Hutchison. That's how you remember it. You remember it sounds like Hutch. It sounds like a sneeze you've yeah. done. Uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought that I thought that Joshua Hutchison had a Tom Holland quality that I wasn't I wasn't not unfond of. Oh, I found him very annoying. I found him very smarmy in this. this is, but, I mean, that's the script. I think this is going to be the I main disagreement smarmy. between the two of us then, was our, our opinions that's of Josh Hutchison. So, um, I'll die on that hill. I'll take the other guy from The Hunger Games, thank you very much. Jennifer Lawrence. Where's Bentley? 
That's, that's the one. I love that guy. Where's Bentley, that fucking hunk? <laughs> I'm like four a birch around him. <laughs> he can film me slowly taking off my top any day of the week. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Tell me about your bags. <laughs> Tell me about your bags, son, if you know what I mean. <laughs> your bull bags? Uh, no, a bull, bull, bull bags. Yeah. That's what I meant by that. <laughs> Obviously. To you. Obviously. All right. Well, let's get into what hap- what Josh what Josh Hutchison is doing in this dreadful film. Yeah. Uh the spooky the spookiest opening credits shot that comes free with Adobe Premiere Pro plays, <laughs> telling us that this movie is called Detention and is spooky. Hey, look, Adobe Premiere Pro costs uh, costs me eighty Australian dollars a month. So. Uh... <laughs> well, you're gonna go fucking make use of it then. If it's got a template horror movie opening credit sequence, you're gonna use it. I bet it. I should be using it if nothing else, and go back and rework our let's plays. <laughs> Um, but but never mind that. Something even more horrible comes on. That's right. Uh, this character. I'm Taylor Fisher, and I'm a bitch. Beauty, intelligence, talent, charisma, hoobastank. What? They're good. Indie rock trends do move fast. Today my alarm is set to the drums. But by the time you actually watch this, they'll be headlining a toilet in Toledo. With mops. Hey, bitch. That's not cool. Eat cock! Uh, hello, Taylor. Don. Don Waters. Again. We made out behind the pizza pit. You tasted the deep dish. Not deep enough. Get out of the bathroom. You're ruining my life, you <laughs> fucking ecstasy, baby! I'm peeing. Uh, Taylor, hi. Singh. Gupta. I uh, very much like that comes to the date that pizza pizza. Loser, your parabolic graph was bent, and I only got a B. French toast? Mom, I'm on a no-bread diet. Since when? Since now! I hate you! I hope you die! Holy shit. This fucking character, Jesus Christ. What is going on? Yes. Um, In the first few moments, this film really does establish just how obnoxiously unwatchable this is going to be. It's re- it's actually really efficient Hitchcockian storytelling. Really, it's in one minute, mm-hmm. it's going to tell you everything you need to know about why you shouldn't watch this. The, you know, the unbearable try-hard aesthetic, including obnoxious on-screen graphics and text, the yeah. uncomfortable tone shifts that substitute for humor, the overwritten dialogue that mostly consists of unnatural monologues rattled through in high school play-style screaming overacting. Yup, the pretentious uh, the pretensions to commentary that can't progress beyond cliche, gross out humor, self-awareness with no insight, mm-hmm. and just the general stench of desperation as the film aspires to be alternative indie or cool and embarrassingly fails on every front. That could have passed for dialogue in this movie. This brings me to something I call... Taylor Fisher's guide to not being a total reject. One, go see Cinderella 2 on Friday night. Loser. Taylor, honey, I'm leaving. Hurry or we'll Mom, I'm doing something important. Oh, you're a monster. I'll be in the car. Fuck a duck. Let me montage this to speed things up. Mm. Yeah. Um, right, let's quick fire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so far so good, but trust us, listeners. Trust us, listeners. It does get bad. Uh, yeah, it, 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 horrendous. Basically, the worst human being possible comes on screen, and then she's killed. Oh no! <laughs> yes, by oh. Cinderella, Cind- a, 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 a serial killer who is also a movie in this. Don't ask. Oh god. Uh, okay. Murders her, and so we get introduced to someone who's exactly the same because all the characters are just the quirky, fast-talking, over-the-top weirdos that this guy knows how to write. And it's Jamer Mays, I think. <laughs> let's let's go for that. I can't remember who Jamer Mays is. I think it's quite uncanny. Heather Mills. You're robbing me? I didn't even know Iceland had crime. 
Stop generalizing. I stole this shirt. And the leather shoes? Vegetarian. Vegetarianism is a taproot of humanitarianism. Tolstoy. Give me your iPod, salad eater. It's a fucking shuffle. I make $6.55 an hour. Yeah. Thanks anyway. Thanks, Roar, for the shit. It's not my fault majoring in Inuit literature and hipster rock doesn't replenish your trust fund. I listen to Aerosmith. I was thinking, who plays, who's in the first scary movie? Is it Anna Faris? Anna Faris. It is. She looks kind of like her. Anna Faris. Yeah, Anna mm. Faris. But also Jamie Mays. Google Jamie Mays. It's her. Um, okay. Uh, don't, actually. It might destroy the entire world based <laughs> on Australian internet. Sir, a, a person has two tabs open on, on the internet. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh. And he just gets a gun out of his pocket and shoots himself in the fucking head. Oh, Jamie Mays. <laughs> <laughs> but good God. Oh, Jamie Mays from Paul Black Mall Cop Ball. Ah, oh, really? Jesus, the In first one. The first one, yeah. She, I think she was um, Mrs. Blatt. Oh, lovely. That's good, isn't it? The one. That is good. The sir not appearing in this film from the second movie. Yeah. So, oh, oh we're we're introduced to our to our protagonist uh, Riley. I think and, is her name, and she's a vegetarian, oh and she's a loser. She's got a moon boot. Um, yeah. And everything is just faintly mean for the rest of the movie. Um, yeah, and then yep, and she goes to her awful school where she lusts after Josh Hutchison. Yeah, uh, who's into the blonde girl who makes '90s references. Yeah, uh, there's also a nerd who references mm. talk. I hate him, and <coughs> he's into Lama Maze. So yeah, everyone tries to find a tone or a performance, but and the coach nearly succeeds. Uh oh, never mind that call because they're they're going to be put into detect. Oh wait, no, that's not for a while. Um, that's not for a while. Dane Cook. Dan he does some stuff he's, whilst yeah. the ca- he's the principal. He does some stuff whilst the camera gets very close to him, then far away, then close, and then stops. Oh, it looks like such a light-hearted, feel-good comedy. Being an expecting teenage mom, but let me tell you something. I've been principal at this school for five years. Let me tell both of you something. Pregnant teenagers are never funny, ever. I'm not pregnant. Yeah, and then some, uh, and and then we get some scenes with uh, Ione Lama Mays, who you know does some stuff while the camera gets close to her, and then away again, and then close, and then stops. Yep, there's a football game, yeah, a dodgeball game, debate team, a cafeteria scene, yeah, and it stops. There's there's and, uh, yeah, the director does the same three camera moves he knows how to do. Yeah, there's there's some cutaways, yeah. there's some like, interludes, oh, I love that, mate. some some title headings that come in suggesting structure. Um, yep. There's. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's uh, and then. Oh fuck! Well, I'll tell you what, Paul. There's then... a, there's a debate, and because uh, there is a debate, she like That's she loses. Stuff. It's about vegetarianism, and she loses, and one thing or another leads yep. to her trying to kill herself. And, and yes, and... this movie it decides that it has the death touch to handle a suicide scene. Yeah. So Lema Mays tries to kill herself, but it mm. doesn't work. And then Steve O tries to fight Josh Hutchinson, but it doesn't work. Yeah, but but when she uh, like when she's trying to kill herself, up shows Cinderella in in uh, to, uh, to try yes. and kill her, and she it. fights them off. Just about, she falls on the floor. I completely forgot about that entire sequence. Paul, it's it's central to the movie detention. <laughs> We're talking about that, so we best reference it. Uh oh. All right. <laughs> yeah, that happens, and then it also it also tries to attack her at home. In a sequence of no tension because she's the main character. Yeah. A reference to Scream so on the nose, there really is no need to just outright point it out in the yeah. next scene. Oh, fuck. Sounds just like that horror film. Cinderella. Scream. 
the thing is, when you, when you watch Scary Movie and you're like, oh, Scream, you know, Scream was a parody anyway. There's probably no need to make this. Mo- oh, never mind. Here's detention. <laughs> never mind. You'll, you'll find Scary one. Movie. You're fine. Off you go. In, into the Has Hall of Fame, Scary Movie. Nobody's ever made fun of Scream. Well, here's that. Uh, they dropped the R word, though. So that's something I don't think. Actually, surely Scary Movie did that. Surely at some stage. Surely. And I'm, surely Scream did as well, the first one. Probably. With um, a, Actually, yes, I think yeah. it may have. I feel like, um, what's her name said it? Yeah, um, I, I got Alicia Silverstone yeah. in my head, so I'm just going to say Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, well, Alicia Silverstone said the R word in the first Scream movie, and she ought to be ashamed of that. She, w- um, We need to cancel her face off of her face, <laughs> everybody. So get, get on that. Um, Josh Hutchison shows up and does that thing where he talks really fast. I love that. I, I love it so much. I love how rehearsed it all is. Oh. Uh, then the football game happens and Steve-O's an alien, but then he gets killed. Steve-O's a fly, Paul. He was, he was, oh, he was that's right. He's trapped a in his reference to the fly, uh, which is oh, very okay. timely. And yeah, so he yeah he dies. He and dies. now... There's a there's a party there's where a... Lima Mays gets a breast accidentally exposed, which is fun. Yeah. Everybody sees it. Yeah. Picture. The, that is the picture taken at the party, not the movie. <laughs> oh, and, yeah, for uh, God's sake, we've got to point only, that out. Uh, only we did that. Yeah. And then we cut to Planet Star Claw, where a time traveling bear boards a spaceship, and then they do the Breakfast Club. Can we stop this now, mate? No. No, we can't. Oh, um, no. Because, Paul, um, I don't want to get everybody too excited, but it's hap- it's finally happening for the, the dual crimes. Oh, they're in detention. Yeah, for the dual crimes of having a boob exposed and put online. Yeah. And for being yeah. a suspect in a murder case. She and, and coming all- on to the gym teacher, which also happens yeah. in a hilarious sequence. It's very, it's very funny, but he's gay, haha. <laughs> so um, yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's a rejection that she can also feel bad about for some reason. Anyway, yes. if, if not, to, if to make as if it could get any worse, Dane Cook is speaking to them and he tells them they're all in detention. So they're all in detention they are all in now. Detention. Oh my god, they're in so- detention, and this is where the Wikipedia plot summary starts. 52 minutes into this 92-minute this movie. fucking stupid. So far as Wikipedia is concerned, nothing so far is worth recounting. And I agree. <clears throat> but maddeningly, Paul, annoyingly for me, the happy-go-lucky positive film boy, um, <laughs> making note of all the stupid interjections and plot points that seemingly go nowhere, an annoying amount yes. are tied up or, or, or tied together in this scene, and it makes me go, oh, you nope. can't, you're not allowed to do this, actually. Not for me. I came here. You made me feel bad. <laughs> Just let me hang on to something, all right? But 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 Ugh. there's a there's a time travel story. There's a time travel story because this is what the nugget of the fucking thing is. Toby, you're right. It can't be any of us. We're not anguished enough. Our generation has had no major struggles. Well, what about 9-11? Afghanistan. Iraq. Katrina. He's Ledger. What? Too too soon. The hell do Katrina and the waves have to do with it? Katrina the hurricane, Wikipedia, bitch. It's spelled encyclopedia, slutbag. After the most annoying dialogue of the film happens in the detention scene, it turns out that the blonde girl is doing a Freaky Friday and a time travel thing so that she's actually her mother in her body whilst Mm. the real young her Mm. is in the past in her mother's body, both played by the same actress looking the same. Yes. Also, 1992 looks exactly the same as now, so... Yeah. It's great. There's a kid who's been in detention for 19 years. Um, Yep, he notices. He's the one who notices it. So, yeah. yeah. And you know what? The movie isn't giving me enough time to finish my notes about anything that's going on, so I'm just not going to finish them. Yeah. There's a talent show in the present, whilst back in 1992, she joins... Meanwhile, the nerd develops a crush on... The nerd makes a bomb that scars his face... 
The nerd is now the principal in the future. <laughs> Back in the present, f- detention is interrupted by the appearance of a bloody shoe, so they realize the murders are following the plot of an unreleased uh, Cinderella movie uh-huh. uh, within a movie, are watching the movie within the movie. It becomes a porn, but with gore. So- <laughs> Back in the real world, the principal arrives. Kill me. Oh, I, just, I just hate the it. S- um... <laughs> And it, the short version is, yeah. the nerd has traveled back in time to, using the bear to destroy the world with a bomb with the young, terrible principal. So they travel back to 1992 to convince the young version of Blondie to ask out the principal. Mm-hmm. Her whole thing is not seemingly related to the time travel bear. Is it? No, but, Her Freaky Friday situation. No. but I. No. No. No, it's not actually, is it? No. Um, so they get her to ask out the young principal, thereby curing him of his psychopathy. Yeah. And the nerd tries to set off the bomb on his own, but it only kills him because I guess it was the principal who had the bomb making skills. Yes. This guy just then... had the Jamie Kennedy <laughs> energy. J- Jamie. That's what he brought. J- the Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> that's all he was bringing to the situation, not the technical know how. And that's all I've been able he to bring to much. this situation. Um, this, <laughs> he was this the, very much the Matthew Lillard to yes. this partnership. Um, just to say, he made the dream work. Yeah, and there is, there's a, it's all tied up nicely because, oh, yeah. uh, she has a poster well, of a girl who who's meant to be like blowing the school mascot bear, oh, um, yeah. but it's her because she did it in the past, and that's how the 19 yeah. year detention guy got put into detention. And ah. then they come go back to the present, and they've butterfly affected it. They've yeah, but the nerd is alive somehow. There's a yep. fight between Hutchison and the nerd, which ends with the killer getting sucked into the bear, dying again. Yes. So they do the ending of the fucking Breakfast Club. Yeah. But every one of us was a prince. princess oh, that movie has so much to answer for and then aliens attack wait why was oh no wait that's a meaningful thing to ask about anything in this movie it's over oh thank god thank god it's over paul i'm free of this <laughs> I... it's we're free of trying to recount that sheer madness I... oh god i, I it, it's i, I i've come to cherish my time on no gt paul yes and i i cherish your time here my friend oh thank you it it, it, it does mean yeah. a lot it, it genuinely meant a lot to me knowing that you had to go through this as well. Um, even though we're on opposite sides of the world. Um, you know, and, and now, I, you know, I'm on this, I'm on OGT roughly once a fortnight. And I try yeah. to, you know, I make time for it. And I, I, You're I, roughly I, on this show. Hopefully. Roughly, yeah. I'm very roughly <laughs> anywhere at the moment. But, I, you know, I, I try to make a nice time of it. I, you know, get treats and, you know, I make sure I've got, I've got a lovely cup of bath. tea or something. Yeah, I, I get into the bath. Yeah. I suspend the TV Candles. over the bath. Have sh- I have shark <laughs> like I have shark <laughs> floating in the water with tea on his belly. Be a load bearing cat for the TV, and, <laughs> and, and 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 you know, and I and I try. I give it my all, and I you know sometimes I have to split the movie into two so I can continue to focus on it, <clears throat> and, you know, and get the absolute <laughs> most out of it. And this movie, I did that. And I thought, yeah, you know, I've got Thursday and Friday. I'll watch 45 minutes yeah. Thursday and 45 minutes Friday. And I'll, I'll, I'll make my notes and then I'll look over my notes and it'll all be great. And yeah. similarly to, to your plot 
run down. After, <laughs> after about 30 minutes, I realized that the movie wasn't actually giving me time to think yeah. about what had happened to make any that's... lot like coherent notes. No, uh, I think that's key to its strategy. Yeah. Um, it, it, it just, it, 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 I, I was just, I was just staring at it like a, like it was an exploding star pole. I, I, I didn't <laughs> have a single second to reflect on what was happening. I was just trapped in this, like, infinite jet style march towards <laughs> death coma. Uh, yeah. And I just, I hate the way this made me feel, Paul. Yeah. It made me feel me so horrible and dirty and just <laughs> like I felt so upset at having this punch me in the fucking face for an it's hour so and 30 bad. minutes. <laughs> it doesn't stop. There's not a single it, moment. It's relentless. It is fucking relentless and it is so obnoxious. It's so. Oh, God. It's hard to. Intention is something you can never guess at, and it's always less interesting than, you know, interpretation. But yeah. it just feels so unbearably like it believes itself to be cool and different Oof. and original. And when I look at the very few positive reviews there are, they do say, oh, you know, it might be, you know, trying a lot of ideas, but you've got to give it points for originality. And it's like, no, you don't. No. There's nothing. Originality Original doesn't mean yet. good. It, it, no, and besides, originality doesn't exist in any context. But even in this one, this movie is just a rehash of Back to the Future and, and with Scott Pilgrim energy. Yes, and just doesn't fucking nail any of it. I've got it's just a hodgepodge. Yeah, I've got Scott Pilgrim and not another teen movie energy. Yeah, it's, it's yes, it's it's yeah. it's that. It, it, but it's it's smushing them together in such a way that like it, it does it. it it hasn't bothered to hasn't bothered to check for which bits of those movies it wants to use. It just fucking crams them together and looks at it and goes, "Yeah, that'll fucking do," and then just throws it yeah. in the face of the nearest tramp. It's is it like yeah. wait, like wait, if this were a song and you were listening to it and somebody went, "Oh, you really have to listen to the notes they're not playing." You'd listen. You, you, yeah. You'd you'd record it and then you'd slow it down and in between notes you'd, you'd listen extra hard and it would just be someone screaming in a bin. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, it just made me feel mental. Um, I think it's but my the thing is I can throw around things like saying nothing means anything. It it doesn't establish any sort of stakes or emotional core. Yeah. There's no you know characters. The characters are all the same. It's smarmy that kind of thing. The whole thing of it is it's not funny, and it's not just that it's not funny. It's not funny in a really big performative way yeah. that just really... It's like it keeps staring at you, waiting for you to laugh. Yeah. And it also keeps trying to deliver itself in this way that is supposed to be cool. And I think it's best summarized by an early line where she's... The awful woman who starts this movie. Mm -hmm. And my God. More on her in a minute. <laughs> um, we, we start... And she's, she's cleaning her teeth. Yeah. And she says... Let's try and get the line exactly here. I'll sample it, but it's... Word of advice. There's always new toothpaste. Don't swallow. Spit. Yeah. Is that it? And it's like, she delivers it in such a sassy, kind of... confident way, and it's meaningless. Yes. And that's every joke in this. And I, I hate... The scene where Josh Hutchinson is in the fucking um, school. He, he does it twice. He does it when he's in uh, the meeting with the principal mm. and he talks about his idea uh, for some sort of, I don't know what, bespoke curated Spotify, essentially. Yeah. Um, 
which is also a social media platform. I am starting my own music site. Mm. It's going to list new releases and review albums from bands that nobody's heard of except for me. And if they have, I'll just dismiss them with scathing comparisons to avant-garde folk rockers. Mm. Everything's great on an ultra-precise 100-point scale and no place for feedback. Excellent. If readers want to bitch about, they'll have to go on their Twitters. Good taste is not a democracy. And then yeah. later on, he does the same thing when he's out cycling around. He delivers like a monologue. Mm. It's so obviously a conspiracy to get everyone to think I'm a total loser making preemptive mid-90s pop references. Yeah, it's all coming to an end anyways. Translation? Our lives. Look, this summer, everyone here in Grizzly Lakes is going to go off to college to incubate their pointless degrees, knock or get knocked up at a dorm room kegger, and come back here in a few years to populate one of these ugly tract homes with tiny little versions of themselves. These are our final days. This overly rehearsed, overly written, smug way that's... Oh, it makes my skin crawl. Mm. Well, here's here's the thing. Ugh. This this guy, he his bread and butter is music videos, yes. and, and and I feel like and a lot of music video people worked on this. Yes, and and, and I and I feel like the the approach that you would take to shooting a music video is the approach he's taken to making a Agreed. movie. It, it feels like a, a, like a hundred music videos back to back. With yeah. the same, like, you know, gotta have, yes. sh- gotta have these quick shots in time to music, um, over and over yeah. again, and, it, and and rather than look at it in terms of the wider, uh, uh thing, the wider entity where there yeah. must be peaks and troughs and, and and pauses and and you know reflection and moments where you drive the plot forward and moments where characters flesh flesh out the spaces yeah. this this is yeah. just it's just thing after thing after thing after thing after thing yeah. um because you've got to you've got to make your music video look as good and flashy as possible um and yeah. and, and and it is utterly unsustainable over a 90 minute period um, oh Christ! It's unsustainable over the first ten minutes. Yeah. That's when my roommates got sick of it because oh, we watched God, it together. Yeah, I know, right? We watched it together. Yeah, and actually, I think they stayed for a fair amount. I think it was maybe like half an hour. Oh, okay. Well, they're heroes um, then. But very shortly after, in that first minute, when it was just because, what have you got? You've got her doing this like weird video diary thing. Yeah, including on-screen graphics. Only, you know, not diegetically explained at all. It's to the audience. Mm-hmm. Followed by the opening credit sequence in the high school. Followed by her interaction with the nerd, which just has some of the worst dialogue you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. Dialogue you'd have written when you were 20. You know, dialogue yeah. I would have written when I was 20. Have you ever noticed that we have compatible facial features? Ew. Riley, don't delay the inevitable. You know, in three days, we're going to be prom dates and the sex and shame will be... Well, get off my nuts, all right? Just at, at that stage, they did. They did. They were throwing about things, suggesting this might be the worst movie they've ever seen, and talking about things like superhero movie and mm. you know that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it it really does take a big swing for the rafters in terms of bad movies. Like, yeah, it's so in your face, <clears throat> and and it's so aggressive. And and I and I get the feeling, and I had the feeling whilst watching this, that this is going to be where we where we disagree. Not on what you just said. I agree with that. Uh. The, the most painful thing for me was that mm. I found there was something strangely charming about a lot of the performers themselves. Oh. And I can't really explain it, but I'm going to try. 
I, mm. I think the performers themselves, everyone was giving it their all. And a lot of the kids seemed to be, like, I found pretty likable when they were just given, when they were given that music <sighs> video close-up of their face. Yeah. And it managed to capture, like, something of an emotion, whether it was, you know, anger or sadness or disappointment or, you know, none, none of it, none of it funny. But still, mm. that that like music, that music video close up intimacy worked for oh, me, God. and I was able yeah. to separate them from the other side of them, which is the 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 dialogue, the jokes, the style of the movie, yeah. and general relentlessness of the thing. So, I it was an upsetting amount of cognitive dissonance here for me, where I thought mm. these kids, if given the right thing, could probably do something really good. You know, they or they could be given yeah. something that I would, f- you know, it, it could have been Gem and the Holograms with these people. Um, yeah, but but it wasn't. It it was it was this. So I, I felt, and it could just be a trick, like a tricksy <laughs> music mm. video director thing of, huh, this is how I'm going to get people to, you know, on surface level like these characters or feel something for these characters. Yeah. But actually, you know, beneath it all, the movie is nothing. It's completely hollow. Um, yeah, but I, I, but I, is, but I but... will say I liked, I did like a lot of the people in spite of everything. Yeah, yeah I think that's fair enough because the, 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 the villains here are most definitely the, the sort of directing team, the writing team, mm. the production side of things. The actors, at the very least, and I guess what you'd say about everyone involved in this movie is they are giving it their all. Yeah. They just don't have a good direction to be giving that. Yeah, God. So, uh, constantly you end up in this just awful situation a lot of the performances reminded me of like i don't know if you're ever in primary school and suddenly secondary school kids come and do a play <laughs> and like they're so sincere and mm. so over the top mm. that it just oh it, it leads to a special kind of embarrassing yeah but to be fair i did feel embarrassed for them because i wanted them out of there so yeah that bespeaks a certain amount of goodwill towards them i wasn't angry with them <laughs> i just felt horrendous well, that they were something. here delivering these lines yeah and it is that nature of the yeah. waiting like looking at you yeah. staring at you and waiting for laughter uh nature oh, of the God, movie that made it dumb. even more painful it is I, I, it's very upsetting and yeah mm. you go well i was gonna i was gonna say like a note on the sort of plot elements of this because mm. what this is doing is kind of it's throwing in things like suddenly, randomly, one of the other kids is an alien, mm. you know, and, and there's lots of references to the 1992 thing. And, you know, we've got time travel and alien mm. bears and a race of aliens and all this stuff. They keep throwing in these things. And some people, I think, might mistake that for being daring. Yeah. But in, in many ways, it is, in fact, cowardice because you are just doing this stream of conscious, introduce new weird bollocks to, you know, disguise yeah. the fact you don't actually have any new ideas. Yeah. You know, you, anyone can just be like, and then a monster attacks or then yeah. a parallel dimension or opens up you know and it's it's very tiresome and it recalls the screenwriting process for things like the sharknado movies yeah where they're basically just trying to get points and try to get people talking about these movies by making them crazy yeah this time the sharks are robots and they have legs yeah you know we're going back in time it's a prehistoric time that's inviting sharks yeah. and it's like it's very cheap to introduce yeah. these pulpy sci-fi elements but unless you actually have something to say or do with it it's not going to come across as fun. And that might sound silly, but you do actually have to take comedy seriously. Yeah. You can't just be fatuous and, you know, lazy well, with it. And this no. one is just incredibly lazy. Well, you, again, you also have to know the rules before you break them. And yeah. and this is a movie that, uh, that you know, really demonstrates the opposite of that. 
it's yeah. just 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 willy-nilly breaking of rules they don't understand and because of that there's nothing you're not subverting anything you're not yeah. you're not being daring because there's no precedent that you've set that like there's yeah. no there's no comparison you know there's no there's no like point of reference for you to be daring against for you to defy yeah it, it is it's just stream yeah. of stream of consciousness wouldn't it be funny if this happened now oh shit yeah. dude imagine what if this yeah <sighs> without it being about anything mm. and it's just frustrating and lines of dialogue like the you know is this what i'm supposed to say how could you and yeah. you know she says is this what i'm supposed to say it's not what it looks like it's just it's irritating yeah because there's no emotional core to these characters so it's just no if you're not going to take it seriously it's like roger ebert talking about superman why would you be invested in a movie that refuses to take its own premise seriously it yeah just, i i will say it like, has to be straight face I'll, I'll say moments in the final 10 minutes before we get on to quick fires it, you know it, the, sure. the movie slows down enough because it's kind of concluding yeah. everything and drawing all of these seemingly arbitrary plot points together it it, yeah. it does feel like it has a better sense of itself and you know maybe if it would have had that sort of pace throughout without just yeah. thinking feeling the need to just constantly add stuff and cut away and yeah. interject you know just like hold on to 60 percent of the the utterly wild ideas and focus on making them work instead of simply flinging them all in our faces. Yeah. You know, like, I, 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 don't, I, I don't think it would have been good necessarily, or at least it wouldn't have been a movie that I like mm. um, because yeah. of the general tone of it. But then um, the sense of humor not really landing for me, but yeah. it would have had way more to sink our teeth into. And uh, yeah, I'm just frustrated I that like... I couldn't do a good funny plot uh, <laughs> plot recap because I couldn't fucking <laughs> well, land on the because plot. Because it was bollocks yeah. because you can't find anything. All you can do is like take individual scenes yeah. and I just wanted to fucking race for it as quickly as possible. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's just, it, 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 it's weird. The teen movie is interesting mm. because I feel like it's been, in the 80s, genuine teen movies were made and then everything since then has been a parody of those movies. Yeah. It feels really strange that the canon of teen movies was kind of established in the 80s and that almost everything, well, maybe at least the things I've seen have been parody movies of those concepts yeah. or self-aware. Yeah. You know, even good ones, you know, like Mean Girls and Easy A yeah. have this kind of awareness of the tropes. Yeah. And it's very curious. It feels like you struggle to tell a straight teen movie, although maybe that's what Bratz was. Mm. But that's probably what Bratz was. Maybe Book. we should watch Bratz again. <laughs> maybe we should watch Bratz. Just watch Booksmart again. <laughs> watch Bratz. Oh yeah, yes, I mean that's actually, not teen. That's college. Well, graduating high school. So I guess it is teen. It it definitely has high school kind of movie elements. Yeah, yeah. Self aware enough, and it does have some deconstructive and sort of subversive mm. elements in there, like you know yeah. them doing drugs and becoming toys and such. But yeah, yeah. But I guess so. It's just it's very odd. But yeah, that's just all of which just speaks to how unoriginal this film feels. Yeah, because it ripped off Booksmart. That's right. <laughs> I also believe in time travel. Yeah, let's quick fire. Well, fortunately, because of time travel, we've already done it, and I'm going to go and wank. Yay! Yeah, that's the humour I like. <laughs> Quick fire. Uh, the other humour I like, close, the, the vis just the visual treat of closing the door gently on a cat got a laugh out of me. Okay. It, didn't, it didn't seem to hurt the cat, but it, it was just like a... <laughs> closing, closing the door. And I do like that. I do, I do like a... <laughs> I like that sort of thing out of a cat. Oh, I do like that, but I, and that's what I thought I was getting coming into detention. But um, uh, the kids yeah. lied to me. 
The first involving moment for me was during the opening credits, where at the very least you could wonder where the next opening credit was going to be displayed, because yeah, okay. they're doing that diegetic credits thing, yeah. dia credits, um, where you know a character will get out a phone and start typing, and it's one of the names of the people, yeah. and it will you know come out casting beneath it, and there's a piece of paper getting thrown up, culminating in the director's name getting thrown up into a urinal, which, felt, which we can all enjoy. Felt apt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, felt apt. So. Yeah, at the very least, that was the first thing that was like, oh, I wonder where the next one will be. And I was hmm. like, oh, I'm somewhat involved in this film. Okay, I wonder that's good. if that will persist. I tell you what, Paul, the um, uh, Taylor Fisher, the the first the first girl, the first little girl, when she's pushed oh, out yeah. of the window with the... the uh, again, I never remember what the fucking cam is called, the, where it's like attached to them and it's following them. Oh, like a body cam kind yeah. of thing, like a GoPro. The, the Requiem for a Dream running cam. Um, as I oh. call it, um, she's pushed out yeah. of a window and she falls down onto the the bonnet of her mum's car. I'm telling you what, Paul, that's yeah. full throttle. I quite enjoyed that. I liked the. <laughs> uh, do you know what, Paul? Like, do you Charlie know what I could feel? I could feel the torque <laughs> on it. Oh, oh, torque! Hit movie. It's a movie. The hit movie it... from Hit Director. Million dollar movie idea. <laughs> Probably um, it's about ch- climate change. I think that was it. I think that was its box office. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, there are, I had to watch the first 20 minutes again just to remind myself, because I did watch it two days ago. Fucking So I wanted to go back and just masochist. make sure. Also, I hadn't watched, I hadn't taken any notes during the first 20 minutes to the oh, first yeah, time, yeah. because Jack and Amelia were there, and I kind of wanted them to stay and suffer with me, yeah. and I thought if I got my notes out, it would look like I was distracted, so mm. I was just trying to keep, take mental notes, so I went back and rewatched. watched <sighs> yeah. because uh, I will always do that for you, oh. OGTs. I, n- I never ask him to. But I imply that I'm asking him to. <laughs> That's how I get it. Um, but, but there are hints. There are hints at the 90s twist. Okay. You know, there's the fact that the girl does keep making 90s references because she's from the 90s. There's, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that she does raise attention to the bear thing. Yeah. You know, it, it's there's, there's little hints at what's going to happen in there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the fucking aliens on TV lands with a thud. Yeah. But you're probably intentionally. That's what's so horrible about this is it's so insincere that any criticism you might yeah. have almost feels... Yeah, oh, like I, something they they expect. Like, yeah, I know it is lame, isn't it? That's what makes it cool. God, oh, it's no, the no. counterculture version of Top Gear, isn't it? <laughs> it's just a joke it, it, in every way, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Old men oh, fucking jo- around in England. Josh Josh Hutchison actually being Richard Hammond. This is the second consecutive week where Top Gear has been referenced, and I'm not happy about oh, it. Oh, it's because it's a mainstay of British culture, Paul. Whether you like it or not, whether I like it or not, <laughs> whether you listener like it or not. I was very distressed that Christopher had heard of it. Like, oh, it's played know, in it Australia. It's like our country's. It's our country's shame. It's. And I don't like the idea that our dangly balls are showing across the world. It's. It's better. It's better than the entire ball bag himself, Piers Morgan, showing up on TV here, going, "That's right, everyone. I'm here to defend free speech. I'm England. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this Sorry. cunt. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, Prince. Fuck off to absolute nowhere. Where you belong. Back to James Corden's house. Nobody wants you. <laughs> anyway. Um, Billy Nolan, the bully. Um, Billy the mm. bully, he says. Oh, yeah. When he's got Josh Hutcherson up against the, uh, the, the lockers. Three o'clock. Parking lot. Winner wins Ioni. Loser wins... Ioni? Shut up! And it was a really good, yeah. really good delivery and... Uh, comedic timing of that actually oh, it, it, flowed, it flowed nicely it felt almost improv well, speaking of things that I'm willing to accept <laughs> uh, me 
the, the you, Finally. but also the coach. I did um, like the coach. I enjoyed the coach. He's a big angry man, and that's a, that's not too hard to actually get right. And him tossing, I think I think <clears> it's the bear head at uh, Riley <clears> without looking at her. Yeah, like refusing to look at her in the entire scene. And then later on, him screaming up, "Ready for the big game tonight, coach? Always ready for football." Yeah, that that actually got a laugh out of me. <laughs> and then I looked ashamedly around. Yeah. No one was there. Just cat yeah. licking his anus. Just cat. <laughs> just cat. Just cat. It's just cat. Hashtag just cat. Uh, let's go. Let's go check out Paul's, Paul's Burger Corner. Oh <laughs> yeah. Because there's a scene where Jamer lays um eats a bloody burger and um. Uh, it's not. It's not a. It's not going to get too far up on the league. It's not going to win any Top awards. of which, I believe, it's the one that Alfred made for uh, Robin in uh, Batman and Robin. But oh, yeah. Showgirls also making a prominent appearance up there. Um, it just looks too dry. Yeah. The bun looks like a white bap. It's got a lot of lettuce in there. Mm. Just thick, crunchy lettuce. It just and she takes a bite out of it, and it's a very awkward bite because it's so tall, and you just hear a. It's a wimpy burger. It's like ooh. It's not, it's so, not great. I like Wimpy. I was never a fan <laughs> of a Wimpy burger. A wimpy burger was always well, dry to me, and the pictures, the pictures, I think, don't help. They just always, rem- they look dry. So my mind. I mean, the bizarre thing about Wimpy is that it sold two discrete different burgers: the quarter slash half half pounders, yeah. and then the um, half pounder, half pounder, and then the other thing. I can't remember. They did the other thing the was burger good. For cunts, the one called. that came in a, the one that came in a sesame seed bun and had tomato sauce, and mm. it was kind of rubbish. But the mm. one that came in the um. The, the brown roll with uh, burger sauce in it. That was The brown good. roll burger from Wimpy. It was brown. It was like a brown roll thing. Yeah. No, no, that's, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that. It's just, <laughs> I'm just thinking that's what Wimpy would call it. Um, so, so I think what I've learned from Paul's Burger Corner is that you do, you, yeah. you like a clean burger. Um, you, you know, you're okay with a sloppy burger. burger. You're not against yeah. a sloppy burger, but a clean burger can, like, can be optimal, but, not, but, but you run the risk of it being dry. Yeah, yeah. You run the risk of it being dry. I am. I, I enjoy like a sloppy burger to eat. Yeah. I just don't like watching people eat sloppy burgers. I see. I see. Du- yeah. du- so for double cinema, standards. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I need it to be my own shameful little experience. Okay. Do you like a sloppy burger to to watch yeah. and to eat? I love watching yeah. a sloppy burger. Oh, it's quite nice to get people watch people getting sloppy with it though. <clears throat> Let's get sloppy with it together, everybody. Twenty twenty three. Sloppy with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, see, we're left to our own devices. We can do jokes. It's just what we have to talk every, about. Every now and then. I almost said relentless. I meant detention, but uh, <laughs> it's a Freudian relentless. It's a better name. Uh, so the line from Dane Cook, which you know, it's a very obvious. You kids with your loud music, but listening to your loud yeah. music and tripping out to Fraggle Rock with Dane Cook's delivery did make me laugh. Even though when I look okay. at the line now, it's not amazing. So it, it, that I yeah. think that goes to show uh, the power of a Dane Cook. Oh, I did put kind of like the lead actor, so there you go. Oh, there we go. There you go. You fucking win. Yes. Piece of shit. Paul one, salt 20. Oh, and I did enjoy when she was hanging herself, yeah. uh, when she was hanged. Yes. Uh, the cheerleaders just walking by, ignoring her. Yes. Um, that was an amusing gag. Anyway, there were, yeah, there was something amusing around that scene. Around that idea. Yeah. Um, See, it just, it looks like a brown roll. Uh, yeah, it just, just looks like a... Like a rustic roll, I would say. It's a rustic roll, yeah. as some might say. It's a rustic brown. Rustic brown, rustic yeah. brown. Rustic brown. Get yourself a bugger brown. in, rustic brown. So, um, <laughs> the, the vegetarianism debate. Oh, yeah. Um, 
again, you just think, what the fuck is this movie? What's, what is going on? Why? Why is this it? But there's a line in it. Basically, Riley, the main girl, is debating vegetarianism and she gives, you know, she gives uh, like what a 14, 15 year old would like a what's the, what's the words like a fi- the kind of 15 year old who's so pumped up on their own conviction that it doesn't really matter what yeah. how well, like what they yeah. what they think um mm-hmm. and then in response this this canadian guy comes up to to debate and he's actually is it travis fleetwood i think he's a he's one of them rappers they've mm. got oh um, i love a rapper yeah but um one of the lines in his debate it's delivered in a very monotone shout um and it's very very abrasive and brash and one line in it is vegetarians like this girl who is only wearing one shoe have less confidence than everybody else thank you class and then he's on to the next point and and that that line in itself is wonderful um what a (laughs) what a what a completely fucking obtuse thing to say um yeah but it was and it did it did tickle me yeah Mm. Well, good stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, the reverse, the sort of reverse line redundancy thing I quite enjoyed of, um, oh, she was she was a cheerleader, you know. No, she was the most popular at school. Everybody loved her. No, she was the most popular girl at school. Everybody hated her. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's something there. Yeah, that's cool. Like. Um, yeah. There's something there. Let's find out together. There's something there. Uh, yeah. With the nerd boy, he's he's coming on to the main girl quite a lot um, during the movie, and uh, that's very funny. And um, he, he gets a text back from Clapton, which is the name of uh, Josh Hutchison's character. And um, he goes to reply. And he's got this expression on his face of just, just a bit gormless and glazed eyes as he's texting back. And the camera sort of swings 45 degrees to include Riley. And he has his phone at arm's length contemplating his reply. And it's just a really good expression that he's holding and pose. Mm. Um, yeah, look, I don't know how, uh, like, what in, in how, how many yeah. different ways I can say, and this tickled me, and I found this mildly amusing. Fair enough. Yeah. I enjoyed that they used actual bear footage on the alien planet. Well, there we go. A- got a real bear. Actual footage of that. a bear on an alien planet. Of a bear. And they shot him into space, and it was wonderful. On the alien planet Gladly. Earth. That's right, they're not from here. <gasps> Shit! Revenant. Twist. Hashtag Revenant. Uh, I've I've written Shane Hutchison, very charming. So that was before I realized. Uh, got, before I got <laughs> you his name anything right. about this man? Yeah, uh, I must I find out more that. about this Shane Hutchison character. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So here's here's an example of where I think the style um got me, and then on reflection, the substance wasn't actually great. But um, mm. but this is a good thing. Um, in the bowling scene, while uh. Ioni is explaining why Riley isn't cool or hot enough to be the final girl. It occasionally cuts back mm. to Josh Hutchison, Josh Hutchison, and his nerd friend having an argument about whether or not the Navi look anything like the Smurfs, and ah. and it, and like it inter- they interject, like it cuts from the girls' conversation to theirs. So I was watching Smurfs the other night. Beth Campbell was hot. Jamie Lee Curtis. I just bit toward Avatar. I'd get jiggy with it. Rephrases for me, Ioni. Your Glamazon logic is too advanced. I look nothing like Smurfs. Riley, as if. You're not banging enough to be murdered. They're blue. Plus. Right. Uh, I thought it was quite good. Again, like okay. having it written down, they've not actually skipped any of that conversation. It just cuts back to the next line. Um, yeah. But... 
the way it was cut back gave the impression that it was in, in the middle of this argument, which was yeah pretty well done. That was a good sort of contrast. Yeah. Um, I like the detention pan. It's a good idea. We're panning around them, and as we pass people now and then, it cuts back forward and further in time in order to yes, demonstrate I like that the guy's been in detention for a long time. It's a good idea, but a bit boring because it goes on for a really long time. If it skipped forward every time it went past a person, it would be better, but it doesn't. So mm. it's it's a bit long. Yeah. Like a whole music video. I I quite enjoyed the whole thing, especially because it was a change of pace. And it was it was a sequence mm. that I could just take in and, the, and reflect this upon. This cutaway joke was the first joke it took its time. It was the first moment yeah. of the film it decided to take its time over. And, and giving you 10, 15 seconds of um, each decade. Oh, I think it was like a minute and a half. Or well, it, <laughs> of each decade, I think the entire yeah, sequence. Oh, the entire scene half. was a few minutes yeah. long, I think. But um, um, yeah. but being able to just go around the room and and there are a couple of fashion jokes in each each yeah. segment of that as well. There'd be you know somebody yeah. oh wearing nineties clothes and then somebody wearing a ridiculous nineties thing and then it, there was there was enough in there and yeah again that change of pace was just lovely and i also really appreciated okay. the opportunity to hear the bravery's honest mistake well, this is go. an honest mistake yeah 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 mate yeah. hey hey everyone music <laughs> is good it's the great unifier yeah. i'm going to do my next one uh the killer did a um a jump scare that i quite liked there's a bit where um well there's a bit where you see the board that no they've come to the future and there is a board on the wall that they see and they say, not everything changed. And it's because the two women have been murdered. Mm-hmm. We pan over to the board and see the two women. Yeah. And we zoom in. And then the killer lunges into frame. And I think it's because the movie hadn't given you enough time to fully process what you were seeing. Because I was looking at the board thinking, wait, what does this mean? Why, why are they looking? And then suddenly the jump scare is there. Okay. It's good. It takes you unawares. Ah, appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, um... I appreciate that. The, there's a guy in the detention um, who has never been in, has not been in the movie until now, and everyone starts talking mm. about like why he's the, he's obviously the killer, and then he's like, mm. guys, you don't even know, me. you know, and, and they're like, come on, just take one for the team, and his reply of, you barely know me, is delivered like he's fucking falling asleep from boredom. Look, just take one for the team. You guys barely even know me. It might just be that change of pace to something that I can follow and reflect on, but it was. Hannibal yeah. Buress esque, I would say. Um, <laughs> Love that. And that was lovely. That was a lovely Love bit Buresque. of obtuse Buress. Obtuse Buress. <laughs> obtuse Buress. My Buress. final one <gasps> is that, yeah, TV hand kind of made me laugh. TV hand, Because yeah. the guy, he's, I can't remember what the situation is, but his hand is all fucked up. He's the fly. So his dad says to him, he's a fly. And the dad says to him, this TV is all I have. And then he's just placing it onto his yeah. hand. And now he has a hand. Yeah. He has a TV on his hand and he's getting bullied for it. Yeah. Like he's like the ki- the kids can never know that you're a freak. And then he's just at school yeah. with his TV on his hand. <laughs> that, that had a, um, what do you call it? Greasy strangler style yeah. logic to it, True. which I quite, which I quite enjoy. Always enjoy that. The dad looked a lot like, um, the original night King Richard Brank. I don't know if it was him or not. Yes, I believe he was. Uh, well, they, yeah. I, I observed that. Yeah. It's just a job for him. Um, the when we go back to Ione, uh, the briefing that Ione's mum gives her on the nineties mm. before they do their Freaky Friday swap, she has a cocktail in her yeah. hand constantly. And come the final scene, oh, yeah. it it just escalates to the point where she is fucking plastered and slurring her words oh, ridiculously. Yeah. It's a really mm. funny instantaneous escalation. 
it, it, go, it goes uh, from like the thing you need to know and blah 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 just to ah, I've got a fucking things happen yeah. and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just love Richard Brake <laughs> just, just love that man um, <laughs> when when they're telling Sloane who is Ione but in her as her mum in the 90s that she needs to ask the nerd out ask out Dane Cook sorry yeah. Um, yeah. it cuts to her walking up to Sloane with mascara down to her like cheek her, her jaw basically so like has that instantaneous again instantaneous having that feeling of the mascara just suddenly bursting down her face um, yeah. at the time it's taken her to get uh, you know walk up to him which did make me laugh um, <laughs> love it there's a whole thing about how she loved being in the 90s because she um, she invented she invented the concept of shortening guacamole to guac and oh, and, yeah. and then late in the present with Dane, Dane Cook is completely well adjusted now and he's an awesome principal who drinks mm. and plays guitar in a band and um, yeah. he's married to he's married to Sloane and he, yeah. uh, she's talking to to Riley and to Josh Hutchison and um, Dane Cook comes in and goes alright lovebirds I'm going to steal my hottie and grab my guac and, and I liked the little nod back to to the invention of Guac. Um, mm. There was a really good feel and timing to the hipster getting punched, the apple flying out of his hand and, and Riley catching it um, near the end. And when she's giving her final like monologue, like her closing monologue to the movie, she'd be like, mm. you know, this, this and this. And you know what? And there's a pause. I can't think to this song. <laughs> and then it, and that's the end of the monologue. <laughs> Which which good. was which was very good. Um, yeah, gotta love that. And then, gotta that qualified that. as a quick fire pool. Absolutely, that's a quick fire. And I think we have now completed quick firing. The, the detention Let's level of we this got. Sega Mega Drive game. We can't save it. <laughs> Absolutely, we can never save any of this. So let's head over to the OGT and see if they can save us. BT Calloway gets in touch. Legendary. Oh, I love that fucking man. I love this dude, and he says. I actually have seen this one. Get the fuck out of town. Get the fuck out. Suck <laughs> my... What was it, mate? <laughs> For something with the interesting idea of meta-mixing a slasher with various teen drama genres. In fact, I can't remember much uh, might say a lot. The fact I can't remember much might say mm. a lot. Something about a bear costume and time travel happens, I think. You're right about that, just like everything else. <laughs> there was something that happened. There's something that happens in this movie involving a bear and time travel. And yes, it is. It's interesting. I wonder how much of this is actually going to stick around in the old ticker. Probably just the incredibly obnoxious dialogue. I don't know why. Okay. I thought you were going to say, I wonder what's going to stick around in the public consciousness. And I was like, why are you asking this question, Paul? Why are you wasting everyone's time? <laughs> I wonder what part of detention is really going to make the I Heart 2011 montages in 10 years' time. But I get Mark, Mark Stone in to reflect on what he remembers. <laughs> L. Scott chose. Seth. Hmm. Joseph Kahn, who made this, is a massively weird and interesting filmmaker, and I found this a fascinating movie. It is an absolute cacophony when it begins, and a bit of an endurance test at 90 minutes. Uh, but if you can stick with it and get on its level, I think it has a lot to say and offer. I love it, albeit I haven't seen it since it came out. I've got to watch Kahn's next film, Bodied, uh, but also want to rewatch The Misunderstood Talk, and highly recommend his Power Slash Rangers bootleg short from a few years ago, which I felt simultaneously skewered the dark reboot of adolescent properties while also managing to being an amazing example of it. Joseph Kahn, the fam filmmaker who makes his cake, who has his cake, 
and eats it too. Well, it sounds like it worked for you on mm. a lot of the levels it didn't for us, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, that is well, very interesting. So thank I'm, you for sharing. I'm, I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad, Liam, when we met and you uh, had me around for a film night, that you didn't show me this, <laughs> that you in fact showed me, <laughs> that you in fact showed me bingo, because... Thank Christ it was bingo. That's why we're friends. <laughs> Uh, nothing for Matt Antonio, who was heard in public snickering loudly Coward. Um, about all of this. So <laughs> I haven't even I seen the film. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, we haven't heard from him. So, mm-hmm. I think that's just about going to do it. It's time to talk about the one better thing, actually. Oh my golly gosh, well. Oh my gosh. The one better thing. Shall I go first? Or do you want to go? Um, you go first. All right, cool, because... It's it's gonna be quick. We've been, we've been quick. I love that movie. Oh fuck yeah! It's uh it's the prequel to Talk, uh <laughs> the Jim Jarmusch movie T A L K, where a lot of people just just bloody talk. Paul, it's based on the Chaz and Dave song. Be popular. Um, not another teen movie. If you're looking for a film uh... like this, shut up! Just shut up! Uh, Sorry, mate. Say that again. We'll get a clear clean read. Okay. Shut up! Just shut up! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <Hey. laughs> oh yeah! Oh, brilliant! Not Woo! another teen movie, because oh, no, 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 no. detention does feel, <laughs> you know, contrary to what Liam just said, detention feels like not another teen movie smushed in with about three other films, um, with an Edgar mm. Wright style, like visual style, with absolutely nothing to say, yeah. and, and not another yeah. teen movie. It like it doesn't ha- it doesn't have much to say. It's not the poet of our generation, Paul. But at the same time, mm. it is. I, I, I think it's a surprisingly funny. It's a surprisingly funny spoof, and it has some really great performances in there and some really great moments. And if you're looking mm. for something that I think Detention was trying to be at its root, then I think not another teen movie holds up better than I Detention think so. does. Probably, yeah. I, I think that's true. I would go along with that at the very least. Oh, just shut okay. up. Just shut up. I was struggling for one better thing that I actually enjoy. And then, after seeing the film, I went along to the cinema and saw Polite Society. Ooh. And was like, oh, well, yeah, this, is, this, will, this will work great. Yeah, that's perfect. Because, yeah, this is um, a, a British sort of action comedy mm. film uh, by Nido Ma- uh, Manzor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's... It's a really fun movie. You've yeah. got this British Pakistani uh, teenager who is aspiring to become a stunt woman, mm-hmm. uh, like her idol. And she goes to high school. She's got a little cr- group of friends there. Yeah. Um, and her life comes into turmoil when her sister sort of enters into a marriage mm-hmm. sort of proposal from uh, the charming stranger mm-hmm. in their lives. And um, it's all going to... Yeah, she hatches a plan to try and break them up because she's concerned that her sister is abandoning her her kind of dream of being an artist mm. um, in order to go into a much more traditional path, which she doesn't like. And so she yes. kind of against her will decides to work against that. And it's just, it's really funny. It's very charming. And it does the thing that attention does of playing around with kind of grounded drama mm. and an over the top stylized approach, yeah. you know, which doesn't have a easy diegetical equivalent within the, the narrative, which is something that tripped up a lot of people who liked, um, who disliked Scott Pilgrim, yes, as well. Like I know a lot of people wanted it to be allegory, 
Mm. They were like, well, what does that represent that they're doing? And it's like, it's not, yeah. it's not an allegory. Yeah. It's just a hyper stylized kind of silly story yeah. that has, yeah, that has an emotional resonance because it's faithful to its character and very consistent in the story and message it's trying to yeah. tell. You know, therefore, that's why it works and it doesn't just feel silly and disposable because even though the conflicts are big and ridiculous and, you know, obviously, I mean, what ends up happening in the movie, the big twists as it goes on, mm. you know, it gets it gets more and more ridiculous like this film does, mm. um, but in a way that just feels logical. It feels like it makes sense because what you're really seeing is just a story about two sisters. It's a yeah, and, very emotionally yeah. satisfying story yeah and an extremely like incredibly strong visual style and voice oh god um, yeah and consistent as well yeah. it doesn't just you know introduce things and drop them and try different things and no yeah, yeah I, it just it, it feels very assured i really really liked polite society i was considering that for yeah. my one better thing and then i think i just uh. lost the ability to think uh <laughs> oh yeah if you'd done it mate it would have been the one better twist. it would have been poor light society <laughs> Would have been one better twins. Aww. One day, we'll be the one better twins. But for now, we're just two guys. We're the one better guys. We're the one and better you've dudes. Been to the one better things. And you've stopped now. Okay, good. And now you're listening to us talk about one good thing. Come and do that. Okay, here we go. Beep boop bop. Um, boop, boop. I did a plop, and if you want to hear more things like <laughs> uh, more things like that, great raps. yeah, you can check out episodes. One through three hundred uh, and fifty, and uh, if you if you, you can't wait for more of that stuff, then you can go on Twitter where we definitely update it and tweet about things like that. Um, but we do also oh. put the call out on OGT Pod yeah. at Twitter for the what we do that at the very least for the OG team. So if you if you've seen a movie and you think maybe the pools will do this one next week, we might do it next week, and then you can tell us the things that you liked about it. Um, yeah. Like I don't know. I, I think we've seen all the films, but there's got to be at least one more. So, and if we've and if that's the one films. that you've seen, and you're like, why haven't they done this? It's the only other film. Um, they just did, <laughs> did, did. They just did Detention, which I'm sure is not a film. Then next it's week, absolutely it's absolutely not. We've made this whole thing up. Ha-ha. An amazing number of people have gone along with it. Just so we didn't do your film. But um, but there there you go. Yeah. That's that's how that's how that works out. And you can go onto the OGT Pod at Twitter and Facebook to tell us some good things. Mm. Tell us some good things. And, and, and I tell you what, mm. do this old Paul a favor if you can. Give us a review. We've not had Ooh. me in a while. And actually, on Spotify, if you're still using Spotify, then we've got no reviews. <gasps> so give us a bloody review anywhere you can. Ooh. Whatever you're watching it on, just drop us a little one. Yeah. Because it helps my self esteem. My dwindling, crumbling self-esteem. It was once a month we were getting somebody saying, we really like your podcast. And that was enough, actually. Our self-esteem is very fickle. That really, you won't believe how little encouragement we need. Yeah. Just give us that little thing. If you leave a review, that'll keep us fueled for bloody months, man. Oh, teach a man to fish and he'll <laughs> he'll spend all he'll his time. He'll get at not being able to catch fish. But give him a fish, he'll have a fish. Spend all his time pissing around on a river instead of reviewing us. So... <laughs> Think about that next time you go and teach a man to do a you know, basic life preservation skill. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm poor servation skill. I'm poor, poor light society. And remember, the one good thing about polite society. No, we didn't do it. About, unfortunately, it's, it's detention. No. The one good thing about detention is that every so often you get just a little glimpse of light, of life, behind the eyes of those exhausted actors. <laughs>